I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and I, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch! Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome in. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Great to be here with you. Let's get our heads right. One more show this week. And I'll tell you, this has been a rough, rough week. Ready to uh, put this one in the rear view mirror. A-S-A-F-P. But man, we got a job to do. We got work to do today. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. And look who's back, our beloved Benjamin R. Higgins. Hi, buddy. Good to be here on a Friday morning. Now, how are you feeling, first and foremost? Well, much better than I was the last couple of days, that's for sure. What do you think it it is or was or... Winter crud. Winter crud. Yeah. Which is a thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, I don't think it was anything, you know, it was not Ebola or COVID or SARS or anything like that. Just SARS. The pig virus. What was the pig virus? Just a chest, big, big chest cold type thing. Like when you coughed, would it just hurt? hurt? Oh, I hate that feeling. Just throughout like all all, t- all through down. my torso. Do you do Vicks on your chest? I don't do much. I'm just pop some Advil every few hours. And... I want to know what a Ben Higgins sick day looks like. From a guy that's worked, you know, 18 hours a day for the last 20-ish years, when there is a sick day, I want to know like I literally you can't there's not a no detail is is too mundane for me. Huh. I want it, the it whole is awfully thing. mundane. I, I don't I, that's what I, I want. alternate between the bed and then going down on the couch because you can't just 
stay in one spot all day long. Can't you? I can't. <laughs> can't. Maybe you, you can't. Maybe you can't. I need to mix it up a little bit. Um, let's see. The kids were very nice, especially my youngest has it too, but my oldest was like, hey, can I get you anything? So we ordered some food. He went and picked up some lunch. What'd you have? Was, so we had bagels. That seemed like it was a kind of a harmless thing to eat. Huh. It's, an, that, it's an like, odd thing. No, I could see that. Can yeah. you? I mean, if I'm like, if I'm not feeling well, especially if it's like a stomach thing. Yeah, I like didn't put toast. anything on there. It was just kind of plain. It's like, nice, fresh, fresh, hot, hot bagel. Bagel, but bread. nothing okay. on it. Just toast some bread, is always yeah. good. Toast, for like toast a, is uh, good. Yeah. Six Crackers. Stomach, so so you up, I love that. upgraded toast is what it yeah, basically was. Pretty much. It's it's a little uh, toast on steroids um, let's or see. cream. And uh, yeah, and just kind of alternating. Of course, it's me, so I still worked uh, from home the last two nights. Uh, Why? Just someone needed to. Help produce the sports channel ten. The anchors read it. I wasn't on TV or anything. So you had to write the yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just wrote. I had my laptop and I just sat there and wrote and edited some stories for for you know the non sports people to read while I was uh, while I was gone. All right. What like what'd you watch? I don't really think I did any TV watching. If I was not working or doing anything else, I was just napping. This is the weirdest sick day I think I know, I've ever I heard you, of in my life. I, I didn't. Uh, I did not really watch any movies or anything. Just sat there, kind of, you know, <laughs> just in a dark house. Just sat there. Just wasn't. I wasn't really in the mood to try to pay attention to anything, so I just yeah. never felt like turning anything on. I need the background noise. I think most of the time, if the family's gone, if the wife's working, the kids are at school. I mean, that's your ideal. So you know, I, I have my routines like taking the dogs on a walk, but that was obviously not going to happen. Yeah. So mostly they just stared at me longingly for like three hours, like, Dad, when is it going to happen? When are we going? Like, Come on, when are we going? I'm going, we're not. It's not happening today. Yeah, go Get to over the backyard. It. Take Figure your... out something else to do. Can yeah. you not see that I have no interest in taking you on a walk today? I'm dying. Please, just take your <laughs> ass outside anywhere. run back and forth. And you'll be fine for one day. You not, will be fine. Not, not doing this today, guys. Sorry right. about that. So no... No soups or anything? No soups. Actually, last night I did get, um, I got some tom kha soup, the, the, it's the Thai soup, the coconut, I love that soup. That's I've never even heard soup. of it. Tom kha? Tom kha? Yeah. Ben never, can't talk Thai. It's the soup that they have at Thai restaurants when they <laughs> oh, give yes, it to you. Ben, ben can't, can't talk Thai. It's like white. Ben talk Thai. It's very it's good. It's made with some uh, coconut milk and never vegetables. And I don't eat a lot of Thai food, as you can imagine. No. I've, Thai food's excellent. I've tried it. My wife gets a, these weird obsessions. I want Thai. I'm like, you don't even like Thai. Pud Thai noodles, a little Penang curry. I don't get it enough. It's really good. I think Thai food is an excellent, excellent ethnic cuisine. I'm like a... A two on their spices. Yeah, scale. you know. Okay, so if you don't order Thai food a lot, which I don't, they will always ask you on a scale of zero to ten, how spicy do you want it? Ten will mur- will kill you. No, no. Six will murder you. Why? Six or seven <laughs> is death. I don't. Okay. I don't even ten know. Ten will explode. I don't even know what kind of people you must have to be like born in Thailand and eating spicy food from birth. To go up to nine or ten because I tried a seven once <laughs> and I swear for three or four hours I was still oh, dying. Oh, oh my goodness! So I am definitely I lock into about a three when I asked, and it was plenty. I got a three spicy on the soup, and that was plenty of spice for me. I'm not the uh, I'm not spice guy. I just I don't want it plain. I want a, just a tiny little zip. I don't need. I mean, you know, look, you know where I grew up. You know where I grew up. <laughs> It was it was 
Every, all my friends are like, you got to try some of this butthole reamer. And I'm like, I don't want this, dude. I, I don't want it. Tabasco, I'm like, woo, hey, 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 woo, it's hot, hot. They're like, bro, you got to try this, man. It's called Death's Door. I'm like, I'm good. I don't want this. It doesn't make you more manly to eat spicier food. You know, I like I, I like well, Tabasco. I, don't I like, like the, Tapatio. I like Cholula. I don't like the feeling of my tongue on fire. But I don't like I'm that. not looking for like it, just how intense does, heat. I'm, I'm with you. I've never been able. I mean, obviously, I can't handle the taste. Yes. Yeah, so it how, taste I'm like, good to me. how does that enhance the taste of the food? When you're like, oh, wow, God, what? That's hot. It doesn't feel good to me. I feel like some people are trying to hide the taste of the food with the hot sauce. Potentially. Then you're not eating the right kind of food. You you want to taste your food. You want the food to be good enough that you want to enjoy the actual flavor of the food and not completely obscure it with the hot sauce you're putting on. SD Fryer Girl tweets in, the ultimate payback would have been if the food Ben's son ordered was from Olive Garden. <laughs> Here you go, Dad. <laughs> yes, I'd be happy to bring you lunch, Father. And he just dumps some a big pile Alfredo. of... Yeah, it's with, with shrimp in it and some just a big pile of breadsticks. By the way, he would have eaten those breadsticks in a heartbeat, Polly, and he would have, would have enjoyed them very, very mm-hmm. much. Uh, well, good for you, man. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're feeling a little bit better. And then you're off tonight, so you get an- another day of rest. Correct. That's good. And tomorrow. So I've got plenty of time to recover before jumping back into the full schedule next week. Good, good. Well, I'm, I'm, glad. Here. I'm glad I'm here. Really looking forward to the show today. Today's going to be a fun one, man. I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. So the, we have a little bit of a weird schedule uh, today in the fact that I have to leave at 9. Both kids are out today for Veterans Day. So first of all, I didn't know your kids were veterans. They are, <laughs> yes. I'm a veteran of the wars with my sons. Um, no, they're out of school today. So, By the way, in all seriousness, yes, happy veterans if you did day. serve our country, absolutely happy Veterans Day, and thank you for your service. We do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for doing what the three of us could literally never do. <laughs> Who in here got closest to military service? I'm going to say Ben never even imagined it. No, it wasn't wasn't something I thought about growing up. Paulie, did you ever think about or get close to military service? Or thought about it. Do you guys have background, like your, your no. grandparents? No, really? Uh, I mean, maybe like distant, distant? distant relatives, but nobody in my immediate family that I I mean, I think all my grandparent level, all, I mean, back then, almost everyone did because there were, you know, like World War II right. and stuff, but... Grant, your grandparents served? My grandfather yeah my dad's father and then badasses dude you know badasses i had well so i had you know my family tree's a little jagged my birth father's real my birth father's father he served my mom's dad served in korea my dad's dad served uh gary his dad served so it's we come you know my family comes from a long line and i was a bit of an aimless child and had gotten in a lot of trouble when i was younger and i legitimately went to sign up for the navy i was in the office signed up I I had had a, a legal issue pop up, and I couldn't. You were I, rejected. Yeah, pretty much. I was I was like on my way. I was so I was so aimless, uh, and I needed some some structure, and <clears throat> that's what I thought I was going to do. So I I was very very close. I mean, I was in the. You office were almost of, Seaman Woods. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. I was almost Seaman Woods. That's what they call the new. I know that. Of the Navy. Yes, I understand. I, as I just mentioned, I had several family members serve in the the Navy, and I thought that's what I wanted to do. Well, no, it's not what I wanted to do. It was what I needed to do, and uh, ended up getting booted 
for uh, some legal legal issues. But again, thank you to you guys that do what we could never do ever. So. I, I love the um, I love the the like the regimented the you know the. I don't know, just the uniforms. It always looks crisp at everyone. And yes, it looks like so sharp. The idea of going through the basic training That's and stuff like that is terrifying. Absolutely. I know. Believe me, terrifying. I, I feel embarrassed to say it, but yes, I'm absolutely with you, Ben. The basic training, I think, for me, would have been the hardest part. I don't like to run. I, was, I didn't like to get screamed at you know, when I was younger. I don't really like it now. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. Like I, I just don't know. I think though. I think I would have been. I think I, after a while I would have settled in and found my groove. And yeah, like you said, I could have been a seaman. Speaking of uh, military and Veterans Day tonight is also or this afternoon actually is the uh, college basketball game aboard the USS Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Michigan State going to take on number two Gonzaga in San Diego Bay on ESPN. That's a three thirty start. I thought it was six thirty, but it's six thirty Eastern. Going to start at 3.30 here, and I was going, why at 3.30? And I realized, oh, they want the second half to have the brilliant orange sunset oh shots. Oh, God. So that sun good. should be setting right, right as that game's right coming down. down. Wow. That's going to look really amazing, I would think, uh, tonight if you are uh, looking for something to watch this afternoon. Uh, that game is going to be played at 3.30 at the uh, USS Abraham Lincoln in San Diego Bay. Phenomenal. And I'll, I'll admit this as we uh, branch out into some sports talk this morning here on Ben and Woods. I did feel yesterday I was, I was shocked. And I knew it was coming, right? I knew like there would be a flurry of things that went down in the world of Major League Baseball. I knew it. Like I knew it was coming. I, was, I got caught with my pants down a little bit. I felt unprepared at the, in the moment. When everything was coming in and the tweets and then everything that's been going on with Twitter, it's a triple check, it's a double check. We were texting each other. But I was like, am I ready for this? Am I ready? I, don't, I was kind of in cruise control a little bit, and I went, oh, God, no, this is a real legitimate offseason, one which we haven't had in a couple of years. And I did feel a little bit overwhelmed yesterday. I'm like, I got to I gotta remember to, to keep up with this stuff. Even when you're not expecting Peter Seidler to open the checkbook, boom, the checkbook is opened up on the first Early hour of free agency, yeah. the Padres made a move. We will talk about that, of course, coming up and some of the other moves that went down today. Uh, we'll play a game of Take on Woods. And then coming up in the second half of our show, do oh we God. have oh a... My God. Uh, oh, my God. We have an exciting guest that Woods and I, at least, are very, very, very thrilled to have on. Legendary golfer, Masters champion, Freddie Couples is going to be with us at 8 o'clock. He is going to be in San Diego at the GOAT. Uh, for the Wishbone Brawl coming up here in a couple of weeks, it's a fundraiser they do with Xander Shoffley. Freddie's going to play, and he's going to tell us a little bit more about that. And we're just going to pick his brain about an amazing career. Uh, just the coolest guy. The coolest guy. That really has uh, <laughs> has ever graced the fairways of the PGA Tour. Him and Arnie. Him yeah. and Arnold Palmer and Freddie Couples. And you'd be, uh, that was that was his guy growing up, was Arnie. So, it's the lineage of just the the cool man, the absolute coolest you could be. Freddie Boom Boom Couples joins the show at eight a.m. I am a wreck. I am so excited. I'm curious. I, I have a question. Shoot, if Freddie Couples is not on the list for today, does Ben show up this morning? It's a great question. Let me think about it through the break. Let me I'm think about it. My, too. Let Ben think about it too. Yeah, I think I know. I, my I will. Answer. I will definitely say that that was a. An undeniable draw. Some bait. To get me back <laughs> to work this morning. I'm now, not going to lie. Now, by the way, 
I was a little disappointed when he said he was coming in because I wouldn't mind just a one-on-one with Freddie. I know Paul's don't have to share the questions. Yeah, no, no. So I'm uh, Uh, just so Freddie. Remember when you won the Masters? (laughs) That was awesome, huh? It was awesome. 1992, man. Watched watched the uh, watched the highlights last night. Did not roll back into Ray's Creek. Oh my god! And the shot, the uphill. Oh. Just legendary. Legendary golf. It was meant to be that year. It really was. All right, we'll come back. we got a daily ditty, and then we'll get started on some baseball talk and more. Glad to be back. Sorry I don't sound perfect, but I definitely feel a lot better. Ben and Woods, Paul, it's a Friday going until 10 o'clock on San Diego's number one sports station. I assume Kelly's in. Let's get a little check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? I travel the world and the seven seas. This or the So the title of the song, Sweet Dreams, and then in parentheses, are made of this. But dreams, hold on, these, 
these rhymes with dreams better than this. this. Then again, they're British, so I don't know. Maybe it's an accent thing. Sweet dreams are made of the Seas, dreams, these. But it's this. It's a great song. Still. Ain't a lot of X's. I like her voice. Oh, yeah. And I like this song. And they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year, which was the theme this week. 2022. Let me too. Moving on. It's a great band. I feel like I like the end where they goes. I feel like I feel like they're a great band, but I feel like I only know four songs. Yeah. I don't feel like I know like a good chunk of the catalog. I don't know how long were they together because she went off on her solo she did career solo and uh, was not a fan. Moved on. Solo. Really? Yeah, I didn't like the solo stuff. Oh, I like the solo more than the, what was the her, band. What was her biggest hit as a solo artist? Uh, Little Bird or Walking on Broken, Broken Glass. Oh, my God. It's the you're, it's a cringy song for Woods. Yeah, that's why. I hate Walking on Broken Glass. Like Annie Lennox a lot. Hated Walking on Broken Glass. Oh, my son yesterday. Paulie, pull up. Best day of my life. American authors. I'm not kidding you guys when I say this. This little SOB. But we're in the middle of my ditty. You just want to just well, change almost, it all It's almost sudden? over. Yeah, it's almost right. over. Fair enough. I am at home, and Bo and Taylor are playing in the little music room that we have. And this little SOB, Bo, is jumping up and down on the couch singing this. This is going to be the best day of my life, is how he sings it. I go, Hannah, have you have you been playing American Authors for him? She looked at me and said, no, I would never. I know how you feel about it. I said, why is he singing it? Who is poisoning my child's mind with this? I go, Bo, who taught you that song? He goes, Music Man plays it. I was like, well, I'm going up to school and have a talk with Music Man today. This cannot inve- infect my home. And then, I mean, it is a good song for preschoolers, though. Fair. When he knew that I hated it, what do you think he did the whole rest of the night? (laughs) Him running around the house. Be the best day of my life. I mean, it's it's happy. It's got some got some oots and oats and whatever going on there. Good for preschoolers. Killed me. I I guess it is a very positive. Pretty much the baby shark of you know two thousand something rock and roll music. I would rather him listen to Slayer, Motorhead, anything but American Authors. So that was an interesting nugget. All right, before we uh, jump into what the Padres did yesterday, a couple of other moves in Major League Baseball we can kind of run through uh, here before the bottom of the hour, including... A lot of rumor mill stuff, too, man. Including reports that uh, Clayton Kershaw is going to return to the Dodgers on a one-year deal. A lot of speculation that Clayton Kershaw was going to... Maybe go to Texas and play for the Rangers, go back home. But uh, he seems, at least at this point, as as long as he wants to keep pitching, like he's going to stay in Los Angeles and uh, he's going to remain with the Dodgers. Fine by me. Are you uh, are you of the opinion that uh, we've definitely seen the best of Clayton Kershaw oh, yeah. and they're getting a hollow replica of, of the great Clayton Kershaw? He had a pretty good season last year. He did. Uh, they they were they managed twelve his, and three two point two eight yeah, ERA is that's really good. fantastic. Every one of their starters had that line though. Every one of them, the the entire starting rotation of the Dodgers had that almost exact. Yeah, but it's not. Line. It's not some magic that they do, isn't it? 
They all have Andrew to, Haney, Tyler Anderson. They all have to get up on the mound and actually throw the pitches yeah. to get they guys out. Score a lot of runs there, too. But you, you see the ER, the low ERAs. They're not letting in a lot of runs either. No. So, um, uh, yeah, listen. There I are, mean, you, you can say it's Dodgers voodoo. But in reality, they just had multiple starting pitchers who all had a really low ERA because yeah. they went out and did it. He was one of them. And he'll be coming back for another season. Now, we keep expecting... Now that he's 34, that, you know, he's going to fall off the cliff here at some point. Pitchers nowadays are, you know, throwing deeper into their 30s and remaining effective. And sometimes in the cases of certain, you know, American League Cy Young Award winners this year, seemingly getting better as they hit, you know, closer to 40. So I don't, I mean, maybe Clayton Kershaw's still got four or five more good years. I don't know. Maybe he does. And, and, you know, I I do think, uh, you know, you read those numbers and you're like, well, yeah, why wouldn't you bring that guy back? And, you know, I, 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 but I'm kind of, I mean, it feels like whatever they're getting him on, it's supposed to be 17 million. Feels like they're kind of getting a deal. Like, you know, other teams would have had to pay more. It's the old Tom Brady. I just want to stay and I'm not going to I'm not going to break the bank. I mean, yeah, let's I, stay. Try to win. Uh, you know, I mean, you get those numbers for a three-time Cy Young Award winner. A lot of guys would hold out. Hey, I want a three-year contract. I want you know ninety million dollars, yeah, thirty million a year because I've performed. I I put up the numbers, and you need to pay me. And he's going, yeah, one year, seventeen million is fine. We'll just go year by year at this point. I don't know why he's doing the Dodgers. He's doing them a favor. He I really think, is for signing. It's kind of frustrating for me as a Padres fan that they're getting off the hook that they can get a, a pitcher in their starting rotation for that number that has continued to put up the kind of stats that he's put up doesn't strike much fear into me uh, though like like there's other pitchers they could have brought on that I would have been crap you know and not a guy that I'm like the guy that I look at and go god we got to get him out of the the NL West he's just I mean he's great he's great he had a great career but I again he's very beatable the Padres have beaten him I'm not you know he, he owned the Padres for many many years um, but those Padre teams that you were running out there against him were really nothing special, Benny. So, uh, no, I I saw it and said, good, you know, keep keep bringing the the older guys back. And again, his record and and ERA notwithstanding, great great season. I'm not ripping on the guy, but fine, fine by me. There was also a trade yesterday: the Pittsburgh Pirates acquiring first baseman G Man Choi from the Tampa Bay Rays in exchange for minor league pitcher Sam Hartman. Uh, the Pirates have been looking for someone to replace Josh Bell since they traded him to the Washington Nationals. What are the Rays doing in man? December of 2020? What are the Rays doing? You're so it, he's a fan favorite. He, he doesn't make a ton the of money. Two thirty nine hitter. I mean, he's, career. I mean, what's his What's his WAR last year? Uh, let's see. G Man oh. Choi was a. Why doesn't that just pop up a little bit easier? Uh, 1.1. Okay, not great. No. He's been one. He's been about one most of his career. 1. 1.1, 1.0, 1. 0.2, 2.0, 1. 1.0. What was he going to make? About six? Uh, I don't have six, his contract Six and a half, number. I think I saw. Eh, whatever. He's, he's, he's massively beloved there. And now you feel for him. You're like, oh, man, going from the Rays, where you're kind of in it every year at least, and now you got to go to the Pirates in a rebuild. You just feel bad for the guy. Um, you know, but it's it's what the Rays, it's what the Rays do. They're going to cut bait. Uh, when they can and save a little money. And I guess the guy they got back, I saw some Rays fans tweeting about, like, this guy's terrible. He's been injured. and But, you know, Rays got some magic uh, with their bullpen as well. And if anybody can can turn him around, it's probably those guys. All right. Uh, we'll get to the Padres moves. 
move, whatever uh, you want to describe it as yesterday, Robert Suarez uh, agreeing to a five-year deal. Still uh, unofficial, hasn't been announced yet, but uh, widely reported yesterday. Was it an overpay? Was that the first move you would have targeted? Uh, We'll discuss what the Padres did yesterday coming up here in our next segment. Ben and Woods, this segment brought to you by the Golf Mart. And we'll be right back with more on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, guess I'm Ben Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. Really trying to live by Woods's mantra when it comes to the Padres offseason now. It's not my money. Really is not my money. Why did I know you were going to come in here and say it was an overpay for Robert Suarez? <laughs> I knew we'll, it. We'll discuss uh, after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. All right, so I don't think necessarily that the year $46 million deal reported for Robert Suarez is an overpay per se. I mean, you just saw Edwin Diaz get five years, $102 million. Yep. And while Edwin Diaz has... Uh, a season of closing under his belt uh, really well for the New York Mets. 
I don't know that Suarez is much less nasty than that guy. So whatever the going rate is, you got to pay for good players, and I understand that. I just don't know that that's the first thing I would have addressed in this offseason. Now, if they go ahead and go out and sign some starting pitching and they add a bat and, and they get it all done, I won't have a problem. If they run out of money at some point and say, well, we can't really sign the pitcher we want because we spent all this money on Robert Suarez, I'd say in what, your priorities are a little out of whack this offseason. In what universe? In what universe are they going to, quote, run out of money? Well, I mean, we have seen reports that the Padres are going to hopefully try to stay around the same payroll level as last year. I've not seen that. I saw that. I've not seen that. Which, and, 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 which would leave them with only about $15 million more to spend in free agency. And there's still two starting pitching spots and at least one bat, if not two, to add to the lineup. You can't get much for $15 million to fill four key roles on your team. So... It, I mean, I'm going to guess that they're going to go a little bit higher, at least, than the, the luxury tax level again if they do want to fill all of those holes in some free agency. Yeah, I'm going to put all of the reports that and the interview that we had with the owner, I'll just put all that together and say that I expect Peter Seidler to spend money this offseason, and he's he's already doing that. He's already already done that with Robert Suarez. And and out of those three guys, Paulie and I talked about it a little bit yesterday, Um you know, everybody that says, hey, man, we got to get Nick Martinez back. Yeah, I would love him. But I don't know that Nick Martinez necessarily slots right into the four or the five. Okay, here's a question then, because yesterday Nick Martinez had to make the decision. He he chose to opt out and become a free agent, although reportedly they're still talking with him and, and there could be a deal to bring him back. It's kind of just the deadline came. So yeah, and you're like, to ah, we gotta, I got to do this. Who's yeah. a more valuable player to the Padres, Nick Martinez or Robert Suarez? Well, I think they're both valuable. They do different things. Would they, you have done a five-year, $46 million deal for Nick Martinez? Uh, well, so I, I'm, I'm thinking that would have got it done for Nick in, fairly it, easily. Well, in I, my, it, you, you're looking at the deal as a five-year, forty-six million dollar deal. When he's got an opt-out after three, years. it's a three-year, thirty million dollar right. deal. So it's ten million per year for the first three years, then eight for the last two. So he can opt out if he's doing well yeah. and try to get more. If he's not, the salary comes down. Kind of like I think that's important to view it. I do. That I way. do too. Because that changes things. It really does and change. I it. also because when I first saw five forty-six, I kind of felt like Ben was describing. I'm like. That's a lot of money right now, like early on. I mean, we still have a Basically, lot of other things to address. But then I started thinking, I go, all right, well, this is clearly your closer of the future, you believe. So Hater, and $9 million a year for your closer? Hater is, Hater is a free agent after this year, right? And he's going to, he just saw what Edwin Diaz got. So that the Edwin Diaz deal, and especially when so it, are you just resigned to letting Hater walk after this next season? I mean, I'm not doing five and one oh two probably, but I mean, what if, what if, what if my God he goes out and has another unbelievable year, and he's so happy here, and he's comfortable, and him and his wife and are raising their kid here? You never know, right? He's going to want to get paid. He's elite. He's one of the most elite closers out there, if not the most. Uh, maybe right next to Edwin Diaz. So once he figured it out, we all saw what Hater could do. I was having buddies yesterday. I won't mention his name. I don't want to embarrass Foster, but Foster's like, "Hey, listen, what if? What if we flip him at the deadline?" And I go, "Dummy, if we're in it, you don't flip him at the deadline." You saw what happened to Milwaukee last year. They they could have gone on a run if they had what Josh Hater, a closer. I go, "You don't." Well, what if the package is really big? I go, "No." I understand. 
You let you keep him. You take the compensatory. Pick I understand. Un- somewhere else. I understand the unnamed Foster's point. Right. That you don't ever want a really good player to be able to just walk for nothing. Would you get at a the pick end now. of the season? Right. You get a pick. You get a draft. You pick. can you make yeah, him the qualifying offer. Him qualifying offer. He's going to say no. Draft pick compensation. You hope, you hope though you're keeping an elite closer because you have an elite setup man in Suarez. Correct. And he's walking after a World Series champion. That's exactly right. That's the dream, right? And you're then going you're all like, in. you're like, all right, see you later, man. Have fun in we St. Louis. You like, go get yours now. And now Suarez moves into that position, and and we go from there. So I thought it was a, I thought it was a really smart move in that now, I mean, okay, so we, you always have to look at it like this in my perspective. What if we shortened the game too for our starting pitchers? The game now has been shortened to at a bare minimum seven innings. Okay, because you got your eighth, you got your ninth, and of course, man, you're you're ripping off nine and wins got, in a row. Uh, and Luis Garcia, Luis Garcia, back. absolutely. So call it call it maybe six. Drew Pomeranz. I'm not going to count on him, but Drew's you know. a bit of a wild card. But okay, in a perfect world, if he does come back and he's healthy, bro, you got a five inning game, and that's what you want. And by the way, if Vader's gone two days in a row, Pomeranz can close. Oh, if Pomeranz can't go, then Garcia can close. Oh, by the way, you got Robert Suarez, he can close. And and while I wouldn't put it past AJ to add another piece or two to that <laughs> I bullpen. Either. He can pretty much, he can pretty much focus on other areas now. The bullpen, if if they had to start the season with the bullpen that is currently constructed, no one's going to say, I don't know, that bullpen looks a little shaky. No, they're all going to say, oh, the Padres have one of the best bullpens in baseball, led by Josh Hader and Robert Suarez. They're not. There's not going to be any question marks necessarily about that Padres pen. So I think Dennis- they have. They have the luxury of having taken care of a key element of their team on the first day of free agency, the first day of the offseason, essentially. Yeah, it's exactly right. And, and I, I, he was a pretty durable guy last year. Dennis Lynn, I think, probably agrees with you a little bit, Ben. You know, the, the Keith, I saw Keith Law yesterday saying, oh, you just don't do a five-year deal for relievers. I, 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 Keith Law is a very smart guy, but listen, man, every player is different. Every single player is different. Um, I think the story of Robert Suarez, the way that he's grinded, the way that he's battled, and then, obviously, man, the postseason was the cha-ching moment for him. He was unbelievable in the postseason. I know he gave up the big home run to Bryce Harper, but it's Bryce Harper. Uh, I had no problem with this deal whatsoever. Does it feel uh, like a gamble at all to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, as much as any gamble for yes. a five-year deal, but mm-hmm. the guy, I mean, one less, really less than like a full year of experience for him. Yes, well, it is. Mike Petriello, it absolutely is. Mike Petriello, Mike Petriello nailed it when he said yesterday on Twitter, without Diaz and Suarez, the reliever market is an absolute catastrophe. There's a few guys that can help, but most of the big names are in their mid-30s now. Sure, you can go out and find maybe a young gun, you know, mold him, whatever, but this is as close to, in my opinion, this is as close to a safe deal as you can do. Robert Suarez has proven he can do it at this level, and, by the way, has proven he can do it in the in the biggest moments of the season. I would say that if Robert Suarez one. was 26, <laughs> well, of course, you would say, okay, it's fine, but... I mean, the, the cautionary tale here is Drew Pomerantz. Padres signed him for a four-year, $34 million deal before the 2020 season, and he's pitched like it's been a catastrophe. 40 innings. It's been an I mean, in three years. I mean, they, I mean, they've gotten nothing out of that deal. Because, well, by that logic, then because, you, and, and, you'd and never Suarez sign anyone is, again. is going to be 31 next year, right? Yeah. In, in the first year of a five-year deal. But by that logic, then, I'm never signing anybody again because Drew Pomerantz after me. I go on one date and it doesn't go well. I'm never dating again. Not anyone, but relief pitchers, um, you know, on the other side of thirty, 
might not be the greatest candidates for long, multi-year, four- or five-year deals. Justin Verlander's 49 years old. Not he's a in there throwing, I know, but he's in there throwing 97 miles an hour. I, it's different. It's different. It's different. I, I do think that relief pitchers, though, are different than starting pitchers. I do. I do, too. Starting pitchers, usually with a mix of three or four different pitches, can get away with a little less velocity as they get older. You know, they can still be effective. A relief pitcher who's coming in to pitch, and I know that Suarez added a cutter to the fastball and change that have made him so effective. So, you know, that, that helped a little bit. But, you know, he, he loses a tick, whether it due to injury or, you know, age 32, 33, or 34. That can be a huge difference for a relief pitcher in terms of effectiveness. Huge there's a lot difference. Of, there's a lot of ifs, though. So you're throwing a lot of ifs. Hey, if this have, if he falls down the stairs and breaks his leg, he's also not going to be the, the closer of the San Diego Padres. With Josh Hader leaving, and let's be honest, uh, you know the 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 twenty two twenty one million dollars a year for Josh Hader is probably not going to happen. It's it, now you could put an extension in front of him, Ben, in six weeks, and he could go, yeah, man, I love it here. I'm going to stay three more years, and then you're locked up, and we're on a run, and and you go from there. Um, I I loved what I saw. I will say I will I, I will it. ask you this question in the Peter Seidler era. Give me a player the Padres that have loved and have let walk away. There there hasn't been one. Yeah. I mean, really, there hasn't. If they like a player, they fa- they found a way to keep them, and we're here in you know they're trying to find a way to keep Juan Soto for five hundred million. Yeah, they like a player, they tend to find a way to keep him in San Diego. So I'm not going to say that Josh Hader is one and done. For you know, for sure, and if that, but hap- I think it's an insurance. If that policy. happened, trade you could trade Robert Suarez if he ended up signing Josh Hader, and you know, probably would have a, quite a bit of value uh, somewhere else. As you said, the the relief market thin as it is, he could still have value if he has a good season this year, and uh, he's pretty likely, I would say, to have a good season this year. We're talking what nine million a year ish right now. So I mean, that's just, for me, I don't know. It did it does it as for a closer of the future, and I, I realize he's thirty one. He's not thirty seven. Uh, I'm absolutely. I think it's. You know what I feel like it is, Benny. I feel like it's right in the sweet spot. I feel like it's right in the sweet spot. It makes perfect sense for Robert. Makes perfect sense for the Padres. Why not? And and maybe he could have gotten more money somewhere else. Uh, imagine him going to the Dodgers next year. That's the other thing that we we're not considering now that we're going to going to be contenders every year. You may have to overpay to keep guys from the Giants and the Dodgers and and you know teams that are looking to knock you off. Uh, of your win- sh- close your window a little bit. All right, fine. Sign Aaron Judge. Make sure he doesn't go to the Giants. Let's go. <laughs> um, so I this is it extra sweet because it was against the Dodgers. Yeah, Robert, is it extra sweet now that you're on the Dodgers? Uh, ben and Woods talking. Imagine, is it extra sweet because it's against the Dodgers of off season for the Padres? I sent some hesitancy from you. How is that going to lose the tournament of flow? It's not I going. Mean, come to. on. Should we just give that a, a, a just? <laughs> you, it's the auto champ, and everybody else is playing for second. <laughs> I sense some hesitancy from you about making Nick Martinez starter number four or five. Yes. If you brought him back. Yeah. Based on the small sample size of an entire season, his numbers were way better in the roles that they had for him other than starting pitcher. Now, so yesterday when the opt-out came down, Hannah came and she goes, oh my God, Nick Martinez, he finally opted out. And I go, I go, there's a multitude of things that could be the case. We don't know. It's pure speculation. But what if? What if in these negotiations, Ben, he said to AJ, bro, I want to start. I know we've got two slots. I can do it. Give me the shot. And AJ says, man, I just, I like you where you are. And he goes, man, I could pitch. I could be a starter in, in Miami for Skip Schumacher. I could be a starter in Boston. I could be a starter in these other places. I want to start. 
We don't know that that's the case. We don't. We do know he wants to start. That's do that's we? been reported a okay. number of places. All right. Now I don't know that that's why he opted out. I feel like if I was Nick Martinez's agent and I am talking to the Padres about a multi-year deal, you want starter money, dude. Well, it's not just that I want starter money, and you have a choice whether to opt in or opt out. For what six point? He would made about twenty million dollars over three years. You, if you opt in, you lose all your leverage because then the Padres know. Well, we got you. We got you locked in at six something this year. Yeah, yeah. The opt out was the smart move by him if they couldn't come to a deal, and he had to. There was a deadline. He had to opt out because they hit the deadline. And so from there, yeah, you can't. You can't say, "All right, I'll opt in." And we'll but get we want to keep talking. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. You have to at that point go. Well, we didn't get it done by the deadline. I'm out. Let's keep the con- the conversations going. But if you want to be a starter, Nick Martinez, can you build on... I mean, it's not like his numbers were staggeringly bad. They were just much better in that Swiss they Army. They were, night. but that was also maybe a function of he was a starter early in the season when he was still adjusting True. to coming back to the big leagues after the time in Japan and new team, new role, whatever. I just feel like his stuff is going to play I, better I felt, I felt like the way he was throwing... I thought it would play well as a starter. I thought he'd be fine as a starter. He was doing multiple innings. He was doing three-plus innings as a time as a reliever. I mean, how is that that much different than being a starter? It's just one time through the rotation. Now all you get it is two times through the rotation. And nowadays, that makes you an effective starter, at least a fourth or fifth guy in the major leagues. I mean, all you're asking out of your four and five starters right now in the big leagues, give me two times through the order. Give me two times through the batting order. Give me about nine, 12 outs, somewhere around there. Not nine or 12, 12. outs, I'm, but two times through the order. If you throw well, that should be close to five innings. You know, maybe you get a couple guys get that third spot, or maybe they don't, you know. But that's what that's what a fourth and fifth starter are asked nowadays. I mean, they don't even ask Blake Snell, really, to go third time through the order. Right. And he's a number one or two guy. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think that it's a stretch to say that what Nick Martinez was doing out of the bullpen could fairly easily translate to being a fourth or fifth starter for the Padres next season. Yeah, I just, I love the way he was used. And and it was very, very effective. And he was massively effective in the playoffs, too. Now, hindsight being twenty twenty, if I'm Bob Melvin and I saw how it played out, well, guess what? Mike Clevenger is in the bullpen and Nick Martinez starts that game with a four-run lead, right? Or Steven Wilson starts that game with a four-run lead. We can, we can bandy this about all day now that we know the result. Thing is, all I did was I looked at the numbers and I went, seems to me... He was more effective in the role that they had him in. But the thing is, you got to have that guy that can spot start, that can eat up three innings if your starter gets lit up, that can set up a guy if you need it. And, hell, the guy even closed games in a pinch last year and did a really, really nice job. So, I don't know, man. There, We all want to sit here and think, bro, it, my, it, my old school baseball mind went right here. Dude, you were in Japan, like, grinding it out. Now you finally found a role in the big leagues. Sign what they give you and come back. It doesn't work that way. He deserves to get paid, and he deserves to have the role and, he and wants to And maybe A.J. Do. can still find a swing guy. I mean, swing guys are generally the, your 11th or 12th sure. reliever. Maybe he can find someone who can play that sixth starter slash two, three-inning guy well, out of the bullpen. I, I had heard they're looking at a guy at Trevor uh, Trevor Williams, which would be, the, he would be like a perfect swing yeah, guy. Yeah, and then Martinez can be a starter. Sure. And if he's a starter, I'm not going to be livid, but I don't want to pay him starter, necessarily pay him starter money when he was most effective in a different role. All right, fair enough. All right, can you ever really get enough of 97.3 The Fan? Catch up on anything you missed with the Ben and Woods Show, the Coach John Quintero, and the Gwen and Chris Podcast. Right now on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your 
podcasts. Uh, come back. Uh, had a little football last night. We can also uh, take a look ahead at what's coming up this weekend on the gridiron and play a little take on Woods. Uh, challenge Woods. Chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas in our musical trivia game. 833-288-0973. That is all coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station. 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.